look to land regularly, stagger those landings so the fish is spread out uh, and don't have the long trips. People do need to get to their local fishmonger, get down, speak to their local fishermen, shell fishermen, uh, and try and buy direct. The most important thing to know is that as a fisherman selling to a consumer, the, the fish has to be sold for personal consumption. My strong, strong advice is keep eating Cornish fish. Welcome to Fathom, the podcast getting below the surface of the UK fishing industry. So completely off piece with our, our most recent Fathom episode here. Um, Usually we're sort of following a bit more of a script, but given what's happening in the current situation globally, but also looking at this as affecting the fishing industry in the UK, uh, we thought we'd whip together a, a quick Friday episode to give you the latest on what's happening, what's happened, and, and how we can work around this situation immediately. Some small campaigns, small projects that are setting up uh, to make sure that we're trying to keep the industry as, as best possible condition. So as usual, sat here with Paul Trebilcock from the CFPO. Paul? How's it going? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie. It's been a certainly been um, a challenging week this week. Um, the first, the first real impact of the of uh, COVID nineteen, and it's and it's definitely been a challenging week, um, fish wise. Um, but we're here. We are. We've got through the week. Um, uh, fish has been sold. Uh, prices have been low. Shellfish market really has stopped. So um, definitely been one of the more challenging weeks uh, for for the PO and its members. We started the week when when this sort of started to emerge and unfold. Um, we've set up a uh, a conference um, call with the three southwest markets, so Newlyn, uh, Brixham, Plymouth, and the three producer organisations. Um, us here at the Cornish PO, the Southwest PO, and, and Interfish PO. Um, just to try and coordinate from the very start of this, and and really our message is haven't changed much as the week's gone on. It's been one of saying that boats should um, try and keep keep trips as short as they can, look to land regularly, stagger those landings so the fish is spread out uh, and don't have the long trips because I think high volumes of fish um, run the risk of, of A, flooding a, a depressed market, um, B, you know, just lowering the price for everyone. So, uh, and, I'm, and I'm pleased to say that I think through the week and that coordination, um, the Southwest Markets and Southwest Fishermen have done a sterling job in keeping that going. So it's, it's credit to, 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 to both market and, and boats. Um, on, the, on the flip side, going through that, uh, I think you know, the, the supply chain, the merchants and, um, and, and, and big buyers have been having a tough time with demand falling off. Um, but they, they've been doing their bit and we've been speaking, speaking with them. Um, to be fair, you know, whitefish prices, um, pollock, that sort of stuff's remained low. It's around uh, averaging around a pound a kilo, which is, um, you know, we, we'd be looking for somewhere close to three quid for most of the whitefish stuff and that. So that's that's hard going. Hake has held up. Some of the prime stuff has held up. Um, Soles, the market seems to be just holding around the £10 average. So again, you know, not great prices, but, um, but still workable. So... Uh, I think the the guys on the on the supply chain, the buyers, big and small, uh, have been have been doing a good effort, and I think the the fish community in general, from catcher, buyer, consumer, um, is trying its best in what are undoubtedly challenging and uncharted conditions. Yeah, and we've seen a huge reaction on social media, I guess, as well, a huge response, uh, probably unprecedented, just the number of people that are either looking to sell or buy or you know, the members of the public really coming forward. And, and I guess that that is great to see that kind of community aspect come into it as well. And 
I guess we'll talk about that more in a minute on some of the initiatives that are going on. Uh, one thing that's certainly been, you know, one of the you know few bright spots in this whole thing has been that public reaction. Um, the one thing that the fishing industry needs is for people to keep eating fish and shellfish uh, and the reaction has been great you know uh, sort of everyone I speak to you know seems and um, once we tell them we're still fishing seems to want to buy fish seems to want to get hold of it so um, that shift I think I guess from from restaurant to to, to home eating um, I think um, it's been good and I think public support for I guess for primary food producers I, I hope farmers feel the same but fishermen definitely you know is good and and we really will need um, public support and domestic demand to keep fish coming ashore and you know fish fish as a uh, as a source of protein as something healthy to eat through this as we go through the the kind of headlines of shortages at supermarkets and stuff people do need to get to their local fishmonger get down speak to their local fishermen shell fishermen uh, and try and buy direct and for sure make sure you're buying british fish through this yeah, great. And yeah, I can certainly back that up from putting my head into a couple of fishmongers in Newland yesterday and the guys sweating at eight o'clock in the morning, making sure they've got enough there. They said they're sort of hitting highest numbers they've ever had for the number of people coming in and, and the sales they're doing. So that's really positive seeing people moving that way and the trends are going towards that, like you say, domestic markets and where there's shortage overseas, then certainly looks like we're picking it up a little bit domestically, which is positive. And yep. we'll have to make sure we sustain that as things go on. So that gives a bit of a flavour for, for what's happened this week. And thanks, Paul, for the insight on, on the prices of things on the market as well. But um, I guess it kind of leads us through something that we kind of lightly touched on there with the, the, the supply chain working together. And ultimately, we want to make sure we're selling as much as what's being caught and landed in, into sort of domestic markets at the moment. And we do have good infrastructure out there to do that, I guess. So I think, I mean, through Seafood Cornwall, obviously, it's been really active with, through setting up this door-to-door service and pairing buyers with with merchants that have got the the infrastructure and the capacity to deal with that demand on a on a regular basis, so yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, um, as as a producer organisation, we're in close contact with the fishermen, but also recognising the, the the role of the the buyers and merchants. And at the outset, I think it's important to say that there is a fantastic network of small local buyers all through the southwest, Cornwall in particular, who who can deliver. So this initiative of, of door-to-door stuff is one which Seafood Cornwall has, has sort of facilitated. Massive interest from members of the public. I think we're into hundreds of people wanting to have fish delivered to them. Um, so that's you know that's real great awareness raising. And I think the the, the merchants, the small local merchants uh, we've spoken to and are part of this as well, have stepped up to the plate. And I've kind of altered their, their model a bit. So traditionally going to um, restaurants and food service stuff, the vans now have been redeployed to some of this domestic um, delivery direct to people's door. And, and it really has been good to, to get the reaction um, from that network of local fish buyers. And, you know, it, it seems to me that one thing we've uncovered here is that, you know, people assume the only place you can buy fish is in the supermarket. And it's almost as if people are rediscovering the, the local fishmonger and perhaps their local fish merchant who can deliver now um, so you know that that is something which hopefully will continue and I think that that again for me you know as primary food producers fishermen and our excellent network of um, merchants and buyers and fishmongers you know are stepping up to ensure that there is still good quality protein in the form of fish and shellfish coming ashore and getting to people's doors mm, great and yeah um, just check out for all listeners check out the show notes for that campaign from Seafood Cornwall as well. If you're on Twitter, then have a look at at Cornwall Seafood. 
Uh, and also on the CFPO Facebook page, there's a whole, whole sort of range of comms around that. So either if you're a person listening to this wanting to buy or if you're a merchant wanting to look into sell, this is a great way to, uh, to, to get involved in this and, and make sure that we keep that domestic supply chain going and, and growing it hopefully as well. So, And that, that moves us on, seems, seems like a sort of natural fit. Then obviously we've seen again across social media and some of our younger members in, in the uh, PO Youth Board as well as um, other, many other fishermen and communities across the UK really taking it into their own hands and, and aiming to do some direct sales. So going straight from the boat, straight to straight to the public, either doing their own door-to-door delivery or or literally off the quayside. I mean, me and Perrin walking up here a minute ago just witnessed a bit of direct selling in, in Newland Fish car park. So fascinating to see that happening so quickly on the back of this, but totally understand people needing to sustain themselves straight away they've got fish there people want to buy it then there's some great opportunity there for people to be doing that direct selling but just being very mindful that there are rules and regulations through this as well it's it's not something people can do without being aware of certain things that the mmo do have uh, a system in place there to, to deal with this side of things so um, i did have a conversation with our local mmo office yesterday uh, so i just wanted to air this now as a, as a sort of simple guide just to make sure people are right and, and confident at least knowing what they're doing um, in terms of selling direct so if anyone wants to take this up as a as a bit of initiative themselves then the most important thing to know is that as a fisherman selling to a consumer the, the fish has to be sold for personal consumption so it's not something that you can sell to someone who can then sell it on again the sale has to be for personal consumption uh, as a fisherman you're allowed to sell up to 30 kilos per transaction so if you've got someone wanting to buy off you perhaps they want to buy five kilos of mackerel off you you could then sell to another person another three or four kilos and so on and so forth so you can do multiple lots of up to 30 kilos anything over 30 kilos you've got to go down the, the route of um, being a, a registered buyer seller you can find more information about that on the mmo's website or call the local mmo office uh, originally with this the mmo were keen that you would only sell direct off your boat or from the harbor area but from speaking with the local office yesterday they, they've relax that rule a bit and a totally understanding of the situation and allowing or encouraging as well fishermen go out door to door and do this take, take this into their own hands where they've got the ability to do so and um, just be mindful that you should be using the the catch app so <laughs> where there might have been resistance with that before i mean it's um, obviously there needs to be record of what's being brought in caught and sold so you know, again from the mmo that was their guidance please make sure you're recording what you're catching um, and also it's not regulated or enforced but but make sure you keep any invoices of each sale. So, you know, if you're trying to, if you're doing 10, 15, 20, 30 sales a day, perhaps, uh, just make sure you've got invoices for each sale, uh, mainly for tax purposes. But also, it kind of protects fishermen. Obviously, if they um, they're, they're doing first sale fish and, and it's for personal consumption, if that person decides to sell it on again, the fisherman's protected in that in that instance. So they've got a record of that sale. Uh, I don't know if you've got anything to add, Paul, in the, in the context of direct selling and those going ahead and doing that sort of thing no i think um i think um especially for 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 shellfish guys um in particular you know this seems to be something which is one of the few routes open to them so um that summary of what's legal and what isn't um always important to keep on the right side of the law i think it is worth saying that um in my conversation with the mmo i think their approach has been admirable um through the start of this so they've they've taken 
um, a, a more pragmatic, a more uh, common sense approach to things for, for the moment. So um, that, that kind of practical advice you've just gone through there, um, coming direct from our local MMO officers, is, is, is helpful and welcome. Just um, on, on the, the, the issue of direct selling, I mean, as I said, um, uh, really it's, a, it's another useful outlet for, for some guys. I think um, what, we, what we need to be wary of, we don't want to be um, undermining the, the fantastic merchant and fishmonger network around Cornwall, but, but certainly in a lot of places where it's difficult for people to get to their fish merchant or they don't have a local fishmonger, then, then this is the, the, the next best thing. And I'm sure the, the people's local MMO officers will probably be more than happy to reiterate what I just said. And if there's any more questions on that, I'd encourage you to get in touch with your local office and, and, and have that conversation. So yeah, so moving on from there, I guess that, that's, that's where we're at this week. And um, I just think it's really important just to remind people that obviously this is a real crisis situation and, and you know depending on where you are in this there might be a need for some further support either you know whether it's with business or, or health or mental health you know this can be a really stressful time for people so I just think it's worth reminding at the moment um, going back to our previous episode obviously we had uh, Hazel and Kerry in from the Get Seafit program down here and obviously heard some great stories from around the around the coast so you know, don't forget there's some amazing services out there in times like this. Kerry from Fairwinds, which is a mental health service set up. You know, if you're really feeling the stress and the strain at the moment, then, then of course, get in contact with, with them. And, and you know, likewise, there's other things around the rest of the coast of the UK. Uh, the Big White Wolf service as well online is a, is a 24-hour support service for mental health. So just be just, just reminding people of those fantastic things that are there. And obviously, you've got the Fisherman's Mission. Get in contact with your local, local officer from the Fisherman's Mission. I'm sure there's other ways there that people can find support and um, I know Paul there's probably there's some cogs turning in the background as well perhaps with DEFRA and some big maritime charities that are looking to find ways to, to intervene here and, and offer support so I'm sure more information will come in the next few days next week as, as this situation unravels yeah I think we're kind of you know we're, we're at the early stages of things discussions with with, with government of course we, we've started that um, I think what's um, as always with government it may not be as quick and um, as, as administratively easy as, as, we, as we might like but the discussion has started you know, you, there's plenty of rhetoric from government about um, you know, 350 billion made available and, and people can be supported it's now our conversations at, at, at PO level are going to be about ensuring that is genuine and is of use to those who actually need it so that's a, probably a bit more going into the next three or four weeks but as details of merge from that sort of support package and we'll come back and, and, and make sure people know about it and, and how to access it so people can rest assured that we're certainly making the case for a comprehensive and useful practical support package and those discussions sort of began um, yesterday in earnest and um, we've been doing it all week informally but hopefully as we get into next week we can start to um, we can start to let people know about something a bit more concrete that will have value to them great to hear that works happening i think you know that, that's about it for today and i think um you know you might hear from us again in the in the next few days through the fathom podcast we'll try and keep people updated as quickly and as easy as possible as and when major sort of more concrete things come out so um stay tuned to, to the podcast for that and 
keep keep an eye on other things from the PO and Seafood Cornwall going out over the next few days. Our conversations at market level across the southwest are going to continue. We're due to convene, convene again um, early Monday. Our guidance to, to boats will continue, pushing hard on things like the, the specific help for sectors like where the shellfish has just stopped dead the market and those are sort of seen as a priority. Those those are all things that, that are ongoing. So from the from the fish industry point of view. And and of course the, the thing you know, that, that I think I do want to underline is that I see the, the the fishing community going from those who are catching it to those who are selling it to those who are buying it, to those who are eating it. And all parts of that chain have got their part to play and will need support through this. So, you know, big thank you to, to the work that our fishermen are doing and our membership. Big thanks to the markets across the southwest who are working hard to, to sell what's coming ashore. And a big thank you to the big network of buyers and merchants and mongers across the southwest who are trying to get that to the public. And the, the message for me to the public and anyone listening is, is through this, the way, the best way of supporting primary food producers like fishermen is to make sure you're buying your fish from local suppliers, from local boats. My strong, strong advice is keep eating Cornish fish. Much nicer experience than a fishmonger's and going to Sainsbury's right now as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Get to your local fishmonger yeah. or get it delivered to your door by one Even of our better. excellent fish merchants in Cornwall. That's the way forward. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Fathom has been brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from the European Maritime and Fisheries Fund and Seafarers UK.